So now for something a little different. This summer, UCL space scientist Dr Grant Jones delved into the fast-paced world of science journalism at The Guardian with the help of the British Science Association. We sent science and technology studies student Rupert Coles to interview him for the podcast Up, Up in Aberdeen during this year's British Science Festival to find out a little bit more about science and the media. So my, my day job as a, as a scientist at, at UCL, um, we work towards uh, publishing our results and when we have a big paper we try to, to get the attention of, of journalists to, to highlight what we think is of interest to the, to the public and the public have of course got a right to, to hear what we're up to. Um, so being a media fellow you're placed on the other side of that process and um, uh, speaking to other scientists and uh, trying to, to report their work. It's uh, quite interesting uh, realising the constraints that journalists work under. I hadn't really appreciated what it was like. Just just isn't the space to say everything that you wanted to. If you're trying to summarise the results of big paper, you might only have 300 words sometimes to, to put it across. So um, you just have to boil it down to one or two key things. And quite a challenge actually doing that. Uh, lots of times. I also find myself taking much longer to do these things than the professionals um, and yeah, I end up going over the same article over and over and over again. Um, I guess there's pressure if it's going to be um, published. Yeah, and also at The Guardian, they um, because it's open access, anyone in the world can see it and also uh, once they're registered they can post a comment. So I was warned not to read the comments and their articles, but I did and I did regret it occasionally. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's very easy for people to, to read an article and then not be happy, you know, especially if they're familiar with the field or something, saying, well, you didn't mention this and this, and this is relevant as well. And, um, uh, yeah, you, I realise now that actually there's only a very limited amount of space to um, to put these stories across. Your background in space science, but um, do you find um, in with the media articles you're writing you have to sort of go into areas you're maybe not familiar with? Yes, um, I mean, my fellowship has coincided with the landing of, of the Mars rover Curiosity, so naturally I did a few stories on, on that, and I was actually quite interested to do it um, myself as well, but covering areas of biology and medicine and, um, and environment stories where I'm not so familiar with the, the field, I mean, some areas I haven't touched since sort of GCSE level. Do you find... Um yourself sort of picking out the more sensational aspects um, of some science for the media or do you sort of stay clear from that? Well it has been quite interesting when I've submitted articles and then someone else has written the headline and the, the headline doesn't quite fit with what I wrote but actually looking at it you know it's not usually well actually in all the cases that I've done it, it isn't misleading it's just stressing something in the story that will uh, catch the reader's attention. Yeah, there are some aspects of uh, of stories when you when you can put in some element of human interest, it suddenly makes it a lot more engaging. So I was speaking to one scientist who had a paper that was about to come out in Science, so it was still under embargo uh, when I was interviewing him, and um, I spent almost half an hour on the phone. I'd read the paper beforehand, asking him different questions about the paper and things, and it was all going fine, but there was nothing really um, exciting that, that came up. And then it was just in the just before hanging up, I just asked, oh, um, 
so how how excited were you when you found this? And he, he suddenly changed gear completely and said, oh, I was shocked. We were amazed. We couldn't believe it. And we just kept redoing it just to test. And um, it was fantastic. We'd worked years for this. And, and it, um, I think if uh, some scientists uh, adopt that tone from the outset, I mean, yeah, not, not to uh, exaggerate things, but to sort of put across how exciting some, sometimes finding significant discovery is, it can... Uh, can make stories more engaging. Do you reckon you could um, have seen yourself having a career in journalism opposed to science? Or um, I think I'm still on the well. I'm definitely still on the learning curve. Uh, yeah, news reporting. It's I'm, I find it occasionally a bit stressful, given given deadlines and and word limits and things. I mean, uh, I seem to have. It's one extreme or another. I can't think of enough to say <laughs> if I've got a quite a few hundred words to cover, or I've got way too much, and then I spend ages trying to decide what to cut out. What's the really important story to uh, to give across? I think so. Um, yeah, actually, I, I have enjoyed it. Um, yeah, but uh, whether the quality of what I've produce, been producing is is uh, is is good enough to be employed as a professional journalism journalist, I think I'd leave that to someone else. I'm not sure. <laughs> Many thanks for Rupert for recording that and putting it all together. It's really interesting insight. So that's all we've got for this show, but we'll be back in a fortnight with more news and features from UCL. But if you want to get in touch in the meantime, please do. You can tweet us at UCL News or email us at mynews at ucl.ac.uk. Goodbye.